0: This is an ABC podcast. Hello, friends. It's Ruby here, and this is News Time. Hi, Ruby. Today, we're going to celebrate Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Children's Day. Then we'll cheer on our Aussie athletes at the Commonwealth Games and meet a new superhero. We'll visit a wildlife shelter in Tasmania too.
1: That's amazing!
0: And you know what comes next, our wow of the week. That's the story that made us go wowee.
1: I wonder what it could be? We'll soon find out. Story number five. Yamamalia.
0: That means hello, my friend, in Gomorroy language. And I want to say a special Yamamalia to my First Nations friends listening because this week, on the 4th of August, it was Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Children's Day.
1: It's, like, really special, cos, like, the Aboriginal people were around first. That's right. It's a day to celebrate Indigenous
0: kids who come from a long line of people all the way back to the first people in the country we now call Australia and the islands of the Torres Strait. Recently, there was another big celebration of Indigenous people and culture called Gama Festival. Gama. Gama. You got it. Thousands of people head to Gama. It's at Gulkula on Yolnu Country in north-east Arnhem Land in the Northern Territory. It's a four-day festival with art, singing, dancing and storytelling. Some Aboriginal games. Each day, the sound of the yidaki or didgeridoo, means that Gama is going to start. And at night, everyone camps under the stars.
1: I think it will be cool.
0: Lots of important conversations happen at Gama about things like making sure all kids have access to education, no matter where they live, and the best ways to look after country. This year's Gama was extra special because the Prime Minister of Australia came along. The PM made a speech about the government's vision for uplifting the voices of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. He said that by working together, we can uplift everyone who lives in the land now called Australia.
1: Story number four Come on, Australia, you can do
0: it! Woohoo! athletes from across the world are competing in a very special event this week, the Commonwealth Games.
1: Lots of people come to the Commonwealth Games to do the best sports they can do. They
0: sure do. The Commonwealth Games are similar to the Olympics, where some of the world's best athletes compete against each other.
1: Countries versus countries. Yep, but
0: the countries in the Commonwealth Games belong to a group called the Commonwealth of Nations. The Commonwealth used to be for countries ruled by Britain, but these days, any country can ask to join. This year, the Games are being held in a city in England called Birmingham.
1: They do gymnastics. And they do hockey and running races.
0: Yes, and there are para-sports too. Para sports are for people with a disability, and at this year's Games, there's para-athletics, wheelchair basketball, cycling, lawn bowls... Great! For the first time ever, T20 cricket is included as an event too, and the Australian women's cricket team is hoping to win the first gold medal.
1: I would go like, yes, yes, yes. Like I've won something really special. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie! Oi, oi, oi!
0: Good luck to all the Aussie athletes in Birmingham 2022. Story number three A mum and a dad with five kids had been working hard and saving money so that they could buy a house for their family. But, they decided to spend their money on caring for injured animals instead.
1: I think that sounds cool because I like animals and I like saving them.
0: Jess O'Connor and Duncan McKinney are experienced wildlife carers.
1: It's just like a superhero but they save animals.
0: Yes, they look after sick or injured animals before releasing them back into the wild when they're all better. When Jess and Duncan moved to Tasmania, they noticed a big need for wildlife carers, especially because lots of animals were being hit by cars. So, rather than buying a new house, they decided to start their own rehabilitation centre with the money they'd saved.
1: I think it's amazing because if no-one would take care of animals, how would they live?
0: The Karnamaluca Wildlife Rehabilitation Centre is home to 12 paddy melons, three wombats and one possum. But it will house many more critters after winter because that's when Bennett wallabies and their joeys need lots of help. School kids also help out at this centre,
1: I think they would have to clean up their poo.
0: I think you might be right. They also build enclosures and feed the animals and make little pouches, and they fundraise and help with the centre's website. Jess and Duncan say lots of little lives have been saved from their decision, and they're glad they spent the money on something they think is really important. Story number two. Da, 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 da.
1: A new superhero has arrived.
0: And she is an Aboriginal warrior.
1: It's a person that has superpowers and saves lots of people in a day. Yeah,
0: this new superhero's name is Wheeler, and she stars in a chapter book written by First Nations authors Richard Pritchard and Jordan Gould.
1: She has Oka, long hair, a boomerang. She looks like she can help everybody.
0: She does. Richard and Jordan say Wheeler is strong, kind and brave. Jordan is a peak Wurrung man who was raised by his mum in Warrnambool, and Richard grew up in New Zealand, surrounded by his Samoan culture. The idea for Wheeler came from the strong, kind and brave women who raised Richard and Jordan.
1: I think it's amazing to be copied off your mum. Like, if I was copied off my mum, I would be amazed.
0: Wheeler the Koori Warrior is set 40,000 years ago on peak Warren country in southwest Victoria. Warrnambool's natural landmarks feature in the book, as well as ancient megafauna. They're the giant animals, including giant wombats and kangaroos, who once roamed around there. Wow. The authors say they research the book by talking to elders, and they want the book to help all Australians celebrate Indigenous culture. And now it's time for our...
1: Wow, wow of, of the week. week. This story made me go, wow, because Sprite was in the state championships. SPRITE is a little dog who was adopted from a rescue shelter. It's a place where a person looks after animals that are lost or just don't have an owner.
0: Yep, SPRITE is a black and white tenterfield terrier and because he has a lot of energy, it was hard to find the right home for him. Then a dog trainer from Bow Desert in Queensland took him in and saw his potential. Alexandria Bailey noticed that Sprite could jump up to her waist and that he had long legs and good focus. So she decided to train him for dog shows.
1: I think it takes a really long time to train them because they have so much energy that they, they just can't calm down.
0: I know what you mean. Now Sprite has been crowned Queensland state champion in the Masters competition for his height two years in a row. Good dog, Sprite. But Sprite also has other jobs. He's just starred in his first TV show and he's also an assistance dog. An assistance dog is one that helps people who are sick or who have a disability.
1: I think he feels great helping other people. I think it's really important to him.
0: Alexandria has five rescue dogs on her dog sports team and each one of them has one first place in an event. But she says although she likes taking in unwanted dogs and turning them into show winners, she believes there's a champion inside every puppy that a trainer's job is to find out what makes each dog special. And that is it, my friends.
1: Thank you, Ruby.
0: Don't forget to do the News Time quiz. It's in the show notes. And I'll catch you next week for more awesome stories. Bye, Ruby. See you later. See ya. Or, as they say in Hawaiian, aloha. <laughs> Newstime is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.